You're now listening to Churchy Life with Church Funny. Every week, we're bringing you fun conversations with real Christians from every walk of life. Make sure you visit churchylife.com for more. Welcome to Churchy Life, the podcast with Church Funny. This is your host, Damon Collins, the creator of Church Funny. I want to thank you for checking out this episode. Once again, we have a guest, and it's a very special guest. She is a singer, a songwriter, an advocate for many issues in the church, uh, mental health, stuff we should be talking about in church and we don't. Um, and so it's dope that she's taken on these causes um, through music and just her platform. Her name is Shante Atkins. Shante, say what's up to the people for me, please. Hey, 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 everybody. It's Shante <laughs> Atkins. <laughs> I am so happy to be talking on this podcast and sharing. Um, like you said, I sing. I write, uh, I do some preaching and teaching and right. uh, letting people have it, you know, uh, in, in the most loving way. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's all true. I've been yeah. following you on Instagram for a while now, um, and it's always some interesting and hilarious posts. Um, like you said, you will educate some folks, come for the people, and it's all in a, it's all in a good way and a good light. It's like good stuff that people should be, you know, aware of. So it's, it's dope. I, I love what you're doing. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And your voice is awesome. Your music is awesome. Um, so, yeah, it's always good to hear you singing randomly whenever I get to hear some stuff. When your music comes out, it's always great. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So I know that you grew up in church um, similar to, you know, I grew up in church. I know you grew up in church, too. Give us a rundown of, like, your um, your church upbringing. Give a shout out to your home church, how you came up in the church and all that good stuff. All right. So my um family, I come from a family of like a billion. No, but seriously, I have eight <laughs> siblings. I am the youngest of nine. And so my father was an elder in the Church of God in Christ. And okay. my mother was an evangelist. So I was raised in the Church of God in Christ, a.k.a. Kojic. Okay. The um, grand old Church of God in Christ, for those who okay. don't know. These, yes. the Churches of God in Christ International. <laughs> right. That's right. So, um, you know, everything was church, you know. Uh, and we didn't just have church when we went to an actual building. We had church in the house. Oh, yeah. So, you know, just singing and praying and talking about the Word of God and scriptures everywhere, which, you know, back then you're just like, why do I need all this? And then you get older yeah. and you're like, oh, I need all this. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially as a kid, and I'm I'm one of seven. I'm like in the middle of seven kids, um, and so it was the same thing. Like my mom would have us on our knees praying like every night for an hour. So I'm like, I'm five. I can't pray for an hour. Uh, it didn't make Train any sense. <laughs> it just didn't make any sense when I was a kid. But you know, we thank God for her upbringing and all the stuff she instilled in us. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I had. Tons of prayer meeting, my um, prayer meetings, rather. My uh, uncle and my aunt were my pastors. So Evangelistic Church of God in Christ is the church that I grew up in. And I was at until I was 25 years old. Um, And then I, what they called, rebelled. But it it wasn't. I just left the (laughs) church. You know how they do. Um, I just, I went to another church. I didn't turn my back on God or anything. (laughs) I just (laughs) went and just. But you know, you know how sometimes when you're at one church your whole life, it's just like, oh, you're leaving. What are you doing? Where oh, yeah. are you going? You know, but I, I get it. It's because, you know, sometimes people, you know, they just they just love you and they kind of don't understand. So um, from there, I went to a, um, 
uh, full gospel, uh, a church that was a part of the full gospel Baptist fellowship. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, I was licensed as a minister from there. I, uh, I ended up, um, going with my sister and brother when they started their ministry. Okay, cool. And that's, and I know you're in like, um, I would say South Central cause that's where I grew up and I still call it South Central, but people want mm-hmm. to change the name to South Los Angeles now. So are you still like out in that area? No. So I actually moved a year ago to Chicago. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. I moved a year ago to Chicago, um, where I'm up under, uh, sitting up under Apostle John Eckhart's ministry. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing now. It's pretty cool. And, um, yeah, I am going to be attending uh, seminary. I was attending seminary with my father, um, and then once he passed, I just kind of left that there because it's a lot for me to manage and process. Yeah. But um, I told God that I wanted to go back, so I applied for Moody and got in. That's awesome. That's so what's I will up. be starting there soon. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, man, that's, that must be Thank a big you. transition. Have you spent a lot of time out? in Chicago and stuff like that before? Or is it like an easy transition for you? I did. So um, I started visiting uh, in 2016. There was a ministry. So when I went there to that particular ministry, I really, really enjoyed it. And I yeah. thought, oh, I would, you know, I would love to visit here all the time. But I ended up not doing that. And so I just asked God, like, you know, hey, what is it that you want me to do? What is it that, you know, um, how are you leading me? You know, right, how's right. the Holy Spirit leading me as an individual? Because I think a lot of times growing up in church, people feel like, oh, you know, I have to be at the cha- same church my whole life or, oh, yeah. you know, I'm a church hopper or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and my, my thing is, no, you you know how it is. Like, oh, yeah, then it grows just like, oh, you just hear you there, you're everywhere. But if you really think about um, what the word of God says and, and, and the, how God dealt with people, nobody stayed in the same place. Yeah, you know well, what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the, you know, the tenure of their ministry. Nobody did. And so I think that if people learn that, you know, the Holy Spirit is leading you where to go, there will be some people who may be at the same place, you know, and, and when I say same place, I don't mean spiritually. I mean physically. Right. They may be in the same, you know, geographical location for yeah. the tenure of their ministry or for their entire life. But that is not everyone's story. And that is not how God how the Holy Spirit deals with people. I think for me, what I believe the scriptures teach is that we are to be led by the Holy Spirit, right. you know? Um, and if a person believes that the Holy Spirit is leading them that way, you have to allow them to go where they believe the Holy Spirit is leading them. Now, people may not agree, you know, um, but at the end of the day, it's their relationship with the Holy Spirit. If they're wrong, they'll be back. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if they're not, and guess what? They'll continue to go where the Holy Spirit leads. So with that whole, you know, church hopping thing and all that or whatever, I think that people just need to allow folks to be led by by the Holy Spirit and understand that it is, you know, their walk with God. And at the end of the day, they're going to be, you know, held accountable for, I guess, wrong moves if you look if you look at it like that. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think it's a lot of what happens is, you know, you're in different seasons of your life, different seasons of ministry and your growth. Um, and so the next thing you might need to do, it could be at the church you're already at. It could be under the same ministry or mm-hmm. there might not be anything available in that vein for you. And God might be calling you to somewhere else where he can really use you, really grow you um, mm-hmm. as, you know, uh, an individual. So, yeah, no, that's I think people get stuck in the oh, you church hopping, you doing this because. 
they they're kind of stuck themselves and they don't right. know what to do and they don't know right. how to you know break out of that or you know do anything different so you know they kind of put that on you as if it's a bad thing and i don't think any of that is bad right and even like you said even if you even if it wasn't the holy spirit even if you know you went and did it on your own Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think failure is a bad thing. Failure, right. failure is actually pretty good because you learn uh, from those mistakes and do something different. Well, hopefully that's what you do. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So I think those are, I think that's all good. So I'm, I'm excited for you in that transition um, out there. Um, I've, I, I just talked to a friend that's in Chicago who's lived there her whole life. She said it's a really? bunch of good places to eat out there. I haven't <laughs> been, so I don't know. I haven't been. She was like, oh, you got to come out. It's like, uh, uh-huh. I want some deep dish pizza, but you know I haven't been to the the original OG spots out there. So you got to let me know how it is. I absolutely will because you know food is wonderful, and I'm just grateful because growing up in church, you know, <laughs> they always have these snacks and they have these dinners in the back. So that's you, right. You, just, you know, you go to different churches and you see how the Lord has anointed the hands of the chefs. You that's know, that's right. That's right. The hospitality board. So, so that's. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with like all the old school Kojic churches in LA. Um, I used like the original church I went to was called Grace Memorial. Um, and my great grandmother was that chef, the one who was making the dinners in the back and stuff like that. And then, and then she'd also wow. have like the dinners at home and then all the preachers and the people from LA would show up at the house to eat and all that stuff. Um, like every Sunday. So yeah, that was always great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, people show up when there's food for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they 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 definitely do. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some funny church stories. So you know we're going to ask you. Um like you said, <laughs> you came up in church like I did. We both grew up in Church of God in Christ in LA. Uh we both saw some hilarious stuff. I don't even I don't know why we never like ran into each other. I don't know if you were part of first jurisdiction like I was or if it was. I wasn't. See, that's what it was. It was. I knew it. I knew it must have been something. Yeah. Because you know, when they, when they broke, broke away, when the spirit of division came in, no, but, um, when Bishop (laughs) Crouch was no longer over all of the California and they kind of separated it, I, I, they separated it, you know, to have the different districts. I think that, um, to me, um, it kind of calls it to kind of cling to maybe, you know, our particular region or, right. you know, jurisdiction a little bit more. But we did we did go sometimes to the other places and stuff like the choir, um, evangelistic uh, choir. They used to go a lot of places, you know, so I yeah, would yeah. see people. But I think I kind of was just younger and not really paying attention to to a lot of stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, I yeah. just, you know, kind of like. Oh, it's just church. We're gonna go sing. We have to go to fifty services, and you know, <laughs> right. hopefully, we get a chance to eat. And you know, we're gonna be singing at this midnight musical, and I want to go to sleep, kind of, but I can't. You know, yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's that's probably why I didn't even know you grew up in L.A. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I grew up right in Seventy Ninth and Hoover is where I grew up. It's like right in the the heart of South Central, at least according to me. Um, went to um Crusaders Temple, oh. Uncle Hooper. Yeah. Born and bred in the Man. Grand Ole Church. Come on, Grand Ole. The Grand Ole. <laughs> <laughs> but that's funny. I, and like you said, even like, I guess I probably wouldn't, I probably wasn't even paying attention to there was a split in the whatever. Because I remember when I was younger going to Crouch Temple for convocations and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't remember that there was any kind of particular split. Look, I didn't even know that there were other like denominations outside of the Church of God in Christ. All I knew is that it Same. was church. And just, you know. Right. I think that when you're younger, you don't really think about all the 
the politics and the lines of demarcation to say, well, we believe this way. And we say, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like, okay, we believe in Jesus. We believe in the Holy Spirit. And, you know. And we go into a midnight musical and we're going to Denny's afterwards. And that's all that really matters. (laughs) That was was all you really needed. You're going to this prayer meeting. But I think that once (laughs) you begin to really... um, once once you begin to like develop a relationship with God and you begin studying, you see like that there were different uh uh sects, S E C T S yes and um factions. You know what I mean? Back then, like oh, yeah. even if you look at the disciples or the, the, the twelve tribes of Israel, you see that there were differences and things. And so to me, I know that sometimes people can idolize denominations to the degree that they think nobody else is saved. Right, right. Everybody else is wrong if they don't believe this way and all of that. But I'm sure, you know, Jesus dealt with that stuff with his disciples as well. Like, you know, Simon Peter probably thought people didn't have enough zeal because he was right. a zealot, you know? Yeah. So, and, yeah. You know? and of course he dealt with it with like the Pharisees and the Sadducees because they thought that uh-huh. they had it all on lock and it was like, this is the way it should be. Jesus, what are you talking about? So yeah, it's exactly it's been around forever, apparently. Yep. Yeah. And I think it just goes to show that I think for me, uh, just in regards to a church experience, I remember when I went away to college, I was 17 and um, I went to school up north, which was basically like going to school in another state okay. because I had to catch two planes to get there. And it was oh. a 12 hour drive. So it was intense. And I remember. Where was this at? Humboldt State University. Oh, my nephew just graduated from Humboldt State. Okay. I know you. Really? Yeah. 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 So it was just like really far. And I remember when I went there, um, like. I was trying to look for like the black people, you know, black churches or whatever, like, okay, right. are they shouting or praising <laughs> or, you know what I'm saying? Is anybody speaking to tongues? Right. You know, all that. Right. And I didn't find that. So I'm just like, I would just be sitting there like they had like a, a banjo. I don't, it may have been a guitar, yeah. but you know, I'm just going to say a banjo just, <laughs> you know, just to make it more intense. And so <laughs> I'm like, the song is slow. Like, Nobody's speaking in tongues. I, like, what is even going on here? Yeah. But it's just the, the culture, you know what I'm saying, was different. Yeah. Um, you learn that, and I learned that, you know, it's not that anybody is any less saved or anything like that. We just, we grow up different. And we, I think that we learn different. Um, we learn differently. And sometimes, just like I said, cultures, cultural differences don't mean that we have a difference in doctrine. You know? Yeah. Um, we believe that Jesus, Jesus is the Son of God. And, you know, and so... Um, but after that, after that particular church experience, I think that was like a Calvary Chapel or something. So I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're calm and cool. They're calm and cool. That's right. Right. But then somebody told me about this other church out there. Now, this is all Caucasian people, okay? My Caucasian brothers and sisters. All right. So we go to this church and everybody's speaking in tongues. I'm like, yes, they're <laughs> speaking in tongues. I'm home. Right. Oh, yes, right? But then I'm like, "Mm, everybody's tongues sound the same. I don't know if this is real, right? (laughs) And then they told me, so I'm going to tell you what happened. Some of the leaders of the church, they had like a Bible study at their house. They was like, okay, you know, you should come. I'm like, okay, cool. I go to the Bible study or whatever with my friends, which I don't mind people having Bible studies in their home, but you just got to pay attention to what people teach. And, you know, know, I just thank God for the discerning of spirits. So I think I'm like 18 at this point. And... I go to this Bible study at this person's house, um, the the leaders of the church, some of the leaders within the church that I was attending. And so what happened is they told me that, you know, uh, you have to be baptized in Jesus name. 
Mm-hmm. And until you're baptized in Jesus' name, you're not saved. Mm. So even if you are speaking in tongues, even if you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. If you are not, even if you are baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, which is what Matthew 28 and 18 says, right. if you are not baptized in Jesus' name, you're not saved. Your whole salvation is invalid. And so I'm sitting there, I just remember sitting there thinking, like, you mean to tell me, like, all those experiences that I've had, they've all been completely wrong like you know maybe i don't know jesus the way that you think that i should know him you know but they were really dogmatic and so i remember just like crying to my aunt called my mom and my aunt like they're telling me i'm not saved and i remember my aunt Teresa saying get out of there (laughs) 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 oh see you were what we would call at that point sweetly saved and you were just Like, Lord, am I doing the right? And then your aunt with the old school holiness had to hit you. If you don't get out of there right now. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, she said, get out of there. It was so funny. I'll never forget. I was like in the bathroom with the door closed, like talking to her, like trying to ask her, like, do I have to do this? They're like, and they even had a person to come in because you know how they do. They have to they give the testimony. See, if this person did this, then you must, right? All right so, right. you know, and I understand they believe in the the, the 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 way that the apostles practice it. But I said, well, Jesus said baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So here's my thing. Whether it's Father, Son, Holy Ghost, or Jesus, it's the same. Right. But if you want to feel better, we're going to do Father, Son, Holy Ghost, and Jesus. Boom, it, there you yeah, go. There you go. Okay? Now everybody's happy. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I have... <laughs> There's so many things that go on in church. I think some more, more of the lighthearted things, uh, experiences, right? right? (laughs) Some more of the lighthearted things that happened was, um, you know, you see people fall out, roll, hair come off, wigs come off. I remember my cousin, she would always shout all the time, but she always wore this ponytail. Okay, here's my thing. Wear your hair, you know, however you feel comfortable, okay? However, right understand if you know that you're going to shout like your wig shouldn't be coming off every sunday you're, every you're sunday ev- all the time maybe oh. it wasn't every, maybe i'm exaggerating a little bit however it was a lot of times <laughs> and just a lot of stuff and then like people who would like try to be hard on me they kids was like extra bad and i was just kind of like why are you even saying something to me? Your child is a hellion. Leave me well, alone. You know, they like, can't control them, so they gotta, you know, try to control somebody else. Look, get your house in order before you come over here. <laughs> but yeah, like that was just so crazy. And then you you had the people, like I remember once I got older, there was this guy who we went to church with everybody was his wife all the time. Like, bro, you have Wait, ten girlfriends. Everybody? You know what the all Lord the told ones? me that uh mm-hmm. it's it's you. You the one. God is showing me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's go on out to Denny's do. and talk about it. We're going to go to Denny's. You know, you already get know. get you a, a steak at Denny's. Mm-hmm. And then, and I'm just like, the Lord. man, like people, you have to. And that's why it's important for people to get all of those other voices right. out of them, out of their ears. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because people be hearing legit things and stuff that's not God right. because they want something so bad and because yeah. they idolize something. And I've, I've Man, I have so many, I'm like, I have so many stories about that. How many times did it happen to you, though? How many dudes have told you, you know, a guy told me that you're my wife? And then how did you handle that? So let me see. He actually told me that. Of course he He actually did. said the fog, what did he say? It was foggy, but now the Lord has said it was clear. 
and I know what I'm supposed to do. Was the fog do. the other women I standing said, around okay. him? Is that what the fog was? I don't know was? what the fog... <laughs> you know, when you find out what the fog was, you let me know because I still don't know. And then, and then he had other people that he was dating thinking like, oh yeah, she, uh, she wants to be with me. So they will be looking at me and I'm just like, why are they looking at me? Like, Negro, I don't want wow. you. Like you, <laughs> but yeah, he would have people doing that. So they would be looking at me thinking that even I had a girl say, yeah, he told us that, you know, you, you really liked him or whatever. I'm like, wait a minute. You the one came to me telling me that I ain't never dated you wow. or nothing. Now all of a sudden I said, That's okay. crazy. Uh-huh. And then once I got old, let me see. So that was like around 21. And then I remember, when was this? Maybe last year, this man said, oh, God told me, um, no, that was this year. But last year, or was it two years ago? No, last year, he tried to talk to me. And um, God just revealed, I just thank God for the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost will reveal to you who the liars are. And so he was like trying to act like, Oh, he was single. He wanted to talk to me and date me or whatever. So I, you know, I'm like an interrogator, right? I think they think if you, if they use scriptures, then that will like really get you like, oh, he used scriptures. I really want to talk to him wow. now. Like Negro, I, you better get out of That's here. Funny. So he said, oh, I'm going to marry you next year. Yeah. So technically I was supposed to be married this oh, year, according to praise him. God. Um, but yeah, but he forgot he already had a wife. So oh, yeah. You, well, that will hinder his plans a little bit. People will try to talk to you. Yeah. 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 And then I said, but you just, I said, but you said you were single. In his heart. And then he, so he kept denying it. He kept, he kept denying it. But the thing about me is, here's the thing. I ask a lot of questions. I ask the Holy Spirit. And then I'm going to, I'm going to, conf like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a confrontational in a good way okay. because I'm going to confront people with the actual right. truth. You just kind of got to confront these people, you know, for the things that they try to do because they'll try you, you know, and some people actually go forward with getting in relationships, which I think is crazy. I'm like, oh, yeah, just because somebody approaches you or just because somebody tries you doesn't mean you got to give in. And I think it's a test to really, so that you could really see where you are. Cause people be like, ah, God is testing me. So he could see if he can trust me. Like, why is the guy who's all knowing trying to test you to see if he can trust you? He already know whether you can trust you right, or not. Right. Which both times he can't. So just <laughs> uh, that's that's the that's the excuse they use. He, I think he's trying to test me. I don't know. And then they fail on purpose. <laughs> Look. <laughs> uh, oh, let me go on and fail this test and see what God is really trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go ahead and fill it, this. Look, bed. it might work out for my good because I love the Lord. Amen. And I'm Stop. called according to his purpose. Stop. <laughs> Stop. You know how people do oh, they use yeah. it? They try to pervert the scripture and twist oh, yeah. it. I'll Absolutely. be like, okay, uh, son of Satan. <laughs> hey, what's up, folks? All right, so before we get to the next segment, I know you wanted to hear the churchy date infomercial that you're so used to hearing, but we're doing something different this time. Um, we're actually talking about churchy gear. So if you didn't know, churchy date is our own brand as part of churchy life. Um, and churchy gear is another brand that we're coming out with to go along with churchy life. So this is churchy life gear. We've got some funny shirts, some cool shirts for Christians. Uh, we've got the definition of churchy with this like cool, funny definition that I wrote up. Um, we've also got the God is good all the time text message t-shirt. So it's like this cool little spin on the God is good all the time. Call and response we hear in church all the time. But it's like a text message format. 
and we even got dark mode for the iPhone users and you know regular mode and the last but not least we have the hell nah shirt so if somebody asks you where do you plan on spending eternity is it hell you say hell nah I'm not going to hell I'm going to heaven I'm going to see my lord amen so check those shirts out also we've got a special gospel legend series that we're doing and it's honoring some of the you know legends of gospel some of the gospel greats and we're doing it in this cartoon like comic book style because I'm a big comic book fan so I designed this shirt for commission so we got the commission reunion type of shirt all the major guys are on the shirt in like this cool comic book style check that out at churchygear.com slash commissioned we've also got a promo code of course for you so any purchase on churchygear.com you get 25 percent off 25 percent if you use the code churchyfam2025 right all right churchyfam2025 code on churchygear.com of course we're still rocking with churchy date you got to find your sanctified boo. So you get on Churchy Date, you get a free month with the promo code Churchy Life, and you get 25% off your entire order on Churchy Gear with the code ChurchyFam2025. All right, so we're going to do this next segment called The Holy Hot Seat. The Holy Hot Seat is where we hit you with some random questions about, you know, your levels of holiness and sanctification, how much you really love the Lord. Okay. That's That's right. You ready? Yes. And so I'm going to start with one that I've been given um, a lot of people, and I stole it from your Instagram page, and I made it a two-part question. From mine? Oh, yeah, from <laughs> yours. Okay. So it's what was the best part and the worst part about growing up in church? Hmm. The best part about growing up in church was, um, I would say, the prayer meetings. That the was the best meetings. part? That was the best part for me. I was 11 years old. Okay. And I remember seeing smoke in the living room because it kind of got so good. And that's why I was filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, wow. Wow. That's, I would say that was the best part. It's funny because I've heard that the prayer meetings were the worst part. (laughs) No. I don't know who did their prayer meetings. Well, ours was good. It's because they wanted, they were kids and they wanted to go play. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They don't want to be a prayer meeting all day long. Like, What's going on? Like, why do we have to do this? I don't understand. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, we that's had cool. time to play. We had play time. Yeah, that's cool. So, mm-hmm. All right, and then, so what was the worst part about growing up in church? Um, I'll just say my least favorite part was hmm, when I grew up. I'll say when I got older and being exposed to all of the scandals i would say Mm -hmm. that that kind of that really hurt me and kind of really broke me because you know when you find out that people you looked up to your whole life are actually really pretty scandalous right i think that that was the least favorite and most hurtful thing about growing up yeah that makes sense and and i've talked about that before with some people too it's Mm-hmm. You know, we have a higher expectation of, of course, the people in church and stuff like that, as we should. Um, and then mm-hmm. some people who aren't strong enough to get through stuff like that, those scandals and stuff like that, will just completely walk away from God, church, yeah. everything in general. Because it's like, oh, this is what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and especially if for somebody who's like been in the background or behind the scenes of church a lot and stuff like that, you'll see most of everything. So, yeah, yeah. it's um, yeah, it's. That's definitely a rough part, but it's good to be able to um, talk through that stuff with people and expose some of those things and get that stuff out in the air. Because I think a lot of times what we try to do is just sweep it up under the rug. And that's what really hurts 
I think that's yeah. what really kills it is when we just these horrible things happen and then we just okay well we don't put our business and we just you know mm-hmm. talk amongst ourselves like see that's why people you know don't ever get over that stuff or delivered mm-hmm. from that stuff and then it's in the tabloids yeah exactly you know like that's the thing like if you don't talk about it trust me the enemy's gonna get hold to it and make sure his media sources you know what i mean exposes right. so it's better to deal with it at home first yep. before it becomes public news especially yep. in the age of social media now people yep. don't find out absolutely um, so this is an easy one. Well, I, I'm going to make this a two-part question, too, because you just moved to Chicago. Um, okay. So after church spot to eat, what's your favorite spot in Chicago now and then back home in L.A.? Hmm. After church at home in L.A., we will always go to churches because you could get like 90 pieces of chicken for 10 cents. You could. So, that's that's true. You know, you could get so many pieces of chicken and it was a lot of us. So when you have to feed a lot of people... <laughs> We went there. I preferred that over McDonald's. Well, yeah. You remember when the honey butter biscuits first came out oh at my churches? God. They were so good. I, they were. It was like, oh, this is amazing. They were all fresh and hot and buttery. Mm-hmm. And and then I'll and like, give it about a month. And it's just like, what is this? <laughs> they just, mm-hmm. Like, oh, this ain't what it used to be. It's not even close. They draw you in. That's probably what's going to happen with the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Everybody's oh, losing their minds. <laughs> oh, the Popeye's chicken sandwich is the greatest thing that the world has ever seen. Right. We're going to be here until times get better and then give it about a month. <laughs> <laughs> give it about a month and it's going to be that McChicken. Uh, that's what it's going to end up being is the mm-hmm. McDonald's McChicken sandwich. Um, yep. I can see it. I believe it. That's hilarious. All right. Well, Chicago um, now. What, what's this favorite spot out there? Let me see. In Chicago, there was this place called. It, I, so I, unlike a lot of other people, they have the, the the particular places that are like a staple in their city. Okay. I don't really like those. So there's this <laughs> restaurant called Flamin', and they have great chicken and great macaroni and cheese and good spinach. Okay. And then there's this taco place that I like called Antique Taco. They always have music playing, and their food is really fresh. So. Nice. Those are my go-to places. Nice. Most That's people cool. would say Harold's, but I outpass. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Uh, let me see. Here's a good one for you. In your industry, um, mm. who do you look up to? And that could be like in the music industry. Um, that could be as far as like advocating for mental health, whatever you want to. Who do you mm. look up to in general? I would say some of the people who I'm influenced by or um, are good examples. Within, I'll say gospel music. Um, I love, love, love Donnie McClurkin. Okay. Um, of course, you know, my, my sisters, um, my father. And um, you know who I'm really influenced by these days? And I know a lot of people have a lot of crazy stuff to say, but Dr. Matthew Stevenson. Okay, cool. I'm grateful for his ministry. I am. Okay, cool. And Apostle Eckhart. There's so many. There's like Apostle John Eckhart, Apostle uh, uh, Ivory Hopkins, uh, Prophetess Janine Gray, Helena Horsley. Okay, I'm done now. (laughs) Okay. No, that's cool. That's good to have a lot of Mm -hmm. people that you kind of, you know. Who uh, else in gospel? I'm trying to see. I I feel like I'm supposed to say somebody else in gospel. But, oh, Cece Winans. Oh, my gosh. I love her. The whole Winans family. Shout out to the Winans in general. Yes, yes. She's always like she's been like the um I don't know the female version of Marvin to me as far as singing goes, yeah like a similar tone. Um, I think, but you know what? Now with voice, not as far as like now. If you're talking about 
singing. Like, who do I look to, to up to as far as who's who I feel like sing well, sing mm. well. Okay, that would be di- that would be very different. But as far as like, I'm more into like lifestyle. I got you, integrity skill. and yes, yeah, and yeah. I feel like she's been integral and she, you know what I mean, just for long, like it has longevity. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's cool. God given longevity. That's what's up. Let's do one more. What about your favorite non-churchy pastime? Something you'd like to do outside of church and worshiping the Lord and playing the tambourine? Playing the tambourine. Yeah, God. outside of that. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, I like going to the beach and okay. the movies and um, what do you call it? I watch, this is going to sound so crazy. I watch infomercials. Don't judge me. Um because I think that they're really funny. Yeah. And I like to see like sometimes the new inventions and ideas that people come up with, like in weight loss things. Cause I've been like trying to lose weight since I was seven. And so, um, <laughs> I watch, <laughs> I watch that stuff like a lot. And you know what else I like though? This will still be churchy though. Like Bible <laughs> app game, Bible app games. Okay. To see like, if I really know the Bible or if I just would been wasting my time. Oh, that's um, funny. We really, <laughs> You really find out, like, do I know this stuff or have I just kind of been here? Right. But yeah. But yeah, I love the beach. Oh, I love it. You know what's funny? I'm probably one of the only people who won't judge you for liking infomercials because I love infomercials. Like, my wife will clown me for like, like, she'll know I'll go to them on purpose. And here's the thing. So you used to, you said you went to school in San Diego and Mm -hmm. you you spend time out there and stuff. You ever go to the San Diego Fair? I have not been. Oh, you got to go to, so when you go to the San Diego Fair... They have, or if you go to a fair in general, I don't know how off if all fairs work like this. They have, you mm-hmm. know, certain halls with exhibits. Like there's these floral exhibits and people selling random things. There's a whole hall that I call the infomercial hall where you go through, and it's like the live versions of infomercials where dude is there with like the Ginsu knives and the um, the Vitamix, and they're doing the presentations right in front of you. It's like the greatest thing ever. I bought a Vitamix at the fair. <laughs> Like years ago, wow! And it's That's it's hilarious. it's great. I love it. It's it, that is so funny. But I love that. I love watching those. <laughs> right? Isn't it yeah. great? People I love be, it. See, seeing those I'm new glad inventions. I'm not alone in this. Oh no, man! I got an air fryer now because I'm like, oh, that air fryer. <laughs> air fryer is mm-hmm. dope. Oh, see, you already know. Look, if you don't have an air fryer, I would suggest getting one just for the fact that you can reheat French fries back to their regular crispiness. Like you really? know, you never eat fries the next day. You mm-hmm. can reheat fries back to how they were at the restaurant. It's it's amazing in real life. In, in real, real life. life, that's exciting. I'm gonna have to get one. Yeah, I'll send you a link to one that the one I got on Amazon. It's great. Oh yes. Okay, please do. I got you. I'll send it to you. Yay! All right. Well, that's cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show, sharing a peek into your churchy life and hitting us with the hilarious stories. And even like the deep stuff we went into, this has been dope overall. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. I'm I'm grateful for, you know, just these types of conversations. Yeah, it's all good stuff. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Um, any project you have out that you want to um, let the people know about, feel free to um, let everybody know that information. Yeah, you guys can follow me on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. On Instagram and Twitter, it's it's Shante Atkins. So that's I T S S H A N T A A T K I N S. Of course, I have a website, shanteakins.com. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Shante Atkins. And um, I. I think that most people kind of know me for, of course, being Mary Mary's sister, but some of the challenges that I do also 
which is the purity challenge where I challenge people to really just live the Bible out as it pertains to abstaining and living a purified life. Right, right. Purified life, right. Um, then I challenge people to just stay in the word of God. I also have the Shantae Atkins podcast. You can find that on Anchor. You can find that on Apple Podcasts and any other digital platform where they do podcasts. And I think that is it. Oh, my music. So I have music as well. And I have three singles out. My most recent one is called Bow Down. I'm really excited about that. I've been getting a lot of um, a lot of streams with those music. And if you are battling any type of mental health issue, I encourage you to listen to my single that came out last year that uh, made it to Billboard. Um, it was called, uh, it's called rather, God Sees You. So nice. that's what I'm doing. Yeah, That's awesome. And we'll have links to all of that stuff in the show notes. So you can click over awesome. to get to your music, to your podcast. Um, and just, you know, be a part of anything you got going on. That's awesome. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. It's been dope. I appreciate you again. And we will see y'all next week. Thanks. All righty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, again, for checking out this episode of Churchy Life Podcast. Shantae, thanks so much for being on this episode. Evangelist, missionary, Tay-Tay Boo, we appreciate you. Hey. Follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's at Churchy Life everywhere. Um, hit us up on the website, churchylife.com, if you want to check out what we're doing. In fact, hit the churchylife.com and then go to the news link, and you'll see like this whole vision of stuff we're working on. Um, if you want to be a guest, hit us on the contact link on churchylife.com. And please, please, please leave a review on Apple, iTunes, or podcast. Give us that five-star rating. We appreciate you so much. Thank you, thank you, and God bless.